It is party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We don't know what day it is, and it doesn't matter what day it is because it's the same old circle around the, you know, insanity train right here. And speaking of insanity, of course, the puppet master, Mark, the perfectionist, and Super Chris Cruz, and Let's Love Brandon are at the helm driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. Of course, Biscuit is here as well. We'll see how rambunctious she gets. Let's talk about some things. As you know, uh, this past weekend, there was a poll that said 70% of Republicans want Joe Biden impeached, which means 30% of Republicans need to remove their heads out of their asses. There you go. Elon Musk, of course, responded to the sexual misconduct allegations by saying, oh, why don't you just describe the weird thing about my penis? He literally said that, Chris. Just tell us one thing about my penis. Uh, I'm guessing he probably has a tattoo that says Space Triple X right there. Uh, I think that Joe Biden... Uh, should go meet with Kim Jong-un. Of course, he was asked about that. He immediately, uh, after he said he would, was heard asking, what's Kim Jong-un? Well, you have to ask. See, it's another pecker joke that I could make right there about Elon Musk that I won't do it. If you're not calling your penis Kim Jong-un. Hey, Bill Maher is being called transphobic. Of course, who isn't these days? He said that uh, science doesn't support children being trans. Uh, Folks, I should be able to remind you that kids are dumb and impressionable, and it is our job as parents to teach right from wrong. But maybe you need to update your sayings. It used to be, you remember, if Jimmy jumps off a bridge, are you going to jump too? Now it's if if Jimmy cuts off his penis, are you going to cut yours off too? Apparently the answer is yes. White House press secretary has admitted that they are not monitoring the stock market because why would they? Uh, it's in a huge losing streak. In fact, the only thing they are monitoring these days, it seems, is Joe Biden's vital signs and his whereabouts since he tends to wander the White House grounds when left unsupervised. And of course, Joe Biden's approval ratings, they have dropped to 39 percent, which is coincidentally the same percentage of Americans that identify as hardcore drug addicts and mentally handicapped and pedophiles as well. The math doesn't lie, folks. And speaking of math, Georgia has reported a record voter turnout, record numbers, despite their claims that their new voter laws are Jim Crow-like. So I'm going to patiently be waiting the liberal retraction in the press uh, since they are the party of math and science. I don't think it's coming. San Francisco's archbishop denied Nancy Pelosi Holy Communion. Her next steps at this point are either to appeal to the Pope or get an exorcism, whichever is cheaper. Um, I got a feeling I know the way that's going to go. Folks, listen... We're living in a clown world, and uh, I said over the weekend that your your child's not transgender. Um, your child is impressionable, and if you're pushing them in that direction, you're an abuser. We're going to talk more about that, especially in the overtime whew, this weekend. There's a book. Yeah, I bought it. I didn't want to buy it. I begrudgingly bought this book. I'm going to give you a children's book report on our overtime this weekend. The name of the book is too bright to see. This is the kind of crap that uh, the public libraries and even the schools are peddling to your kids, even in the state of Texas. This right here was on display in uh, Willis, Texas, which is Montgomery County, one of the most conservative counties in the state, I might add. Too Bright to See is the name of this book, and it's going to blow your mind when you see what this children's novel is all about. And I'm going to give you the full story on this and many other topics on Overtime this weekend. You want to get it, go to blazetv.com slash Chad. You can use promo code Chad to help you save on an annual subscription. We alluded to Bill Maher. 
Chris, it's weird. I find myself agreeing with the man more and more. And he's going to get canceled, isn't he? Nope, he just got re-signed. That's right. Apparently, his show is still a hit. And more and more people in the audience are applauding at the things he has to say. Uh, whereas a year ago, he was you know, being called all of these names. Well, now he's back in the news, of course, being called a transphobe. And uh, he had a few things to say on that deal. And uh, do we have that clip? Can we play it? Yes. Part of the rise in LGBT numbers is from people feeling free enough to tell it to a pollster. And that's all to the good. But some of it is it's trendy. Penis equals man. Okay, boomer. (laughs) Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. Now, that's common sense, folks. I mean, you you call yourself the party of math and science over there on the left, and you progressive want to argue for this thing. But when you sit there and say that a Gallup poll from February has said that this generation and their trend towards LGBT, um, you know, persuasion has doubled from the previous generation. So there were 0.8% who identify as LGBT in the, quote, silent generation, 2.6% of the baby boomers, 4.2% of the Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Chris, are you Gen Z? What are you? So there's a 10% chance you're gay, right? Is that what we're going with? Yeah, so obviously he hypothesized that some of the massive increase of people identifying as LGBTQ could could be because it's trendy to be considered as such. Um, You know, again, the pushback that I got over the weekend over, over making such a statement that People are abusing their children. And in essence, when you consider the fact, like the medical scientific fact, that 94% of the population are considered straight in their sexuality. So 7%, I mean, at the highest point of LGBTQ ratings, 7% of the global population being, being LGBTQ And then you want to get into this trans phenomenon where suddenly people, everybody's identifying as a a gender that they weren't born with. Uh, You have to admit, I mean, he makes a great point. Why is it regional? Why is this happening in California? Why is it happening in L.A.? Why is it not happening in, you know, places like Cincinnati? Because it's an agenda, folks. It's an agenda. And so there were a lot of people who came to me and said, oh, my 28-year-old son you know, is transgender. We're not talking about your 28-year-old son. That's not, that's not who we're discussing here. We're talking about your 8-year-old. We're talking about, you know, the James Youngers of the world, our friend Jeff Younger, who's been on the show a couple of times, you know, who, whose ex-wife started the uh, gender reassignment process at the age of three on their son James. 
this is what we're talking about. And when they get it to a point where they want to give them the puberty blockers and these irreversible things that can be done to their bodies uh, physically, they know that by the time they hit adolescence, they, it's the point of no return. So this is child abuse, folks, plain and simple. This is an agenda. This is, an, this is a narrative that's being pushed. And I'm going to expose it to you. I, again, over time, we're going to talk about this thing at length. I'm going to expose to you just how far this narrative is being pushed and the type of logic that you're, you, they're using in order to push it. So you don't want to miss this. Child, um, I have a theory. What do you got? I, <laughs> I can't wait theory. for this. So my theory is... I do believe that the generation is gayer now than before, <laughs> only because monkeypox. Monkeypox. Well, the world is trying to correct itself. We have too many of the gays out there, so the world threw a monkeypox into the gay population. I, look, I don't know what monkeys out there in the woods humping on another monkey, but somebody's got to stop their monkeys. Thank right? you. There's some weird stuff going on with this monkeypox stuff. Uh, apparently, the United States has already bought millions of so-called vaccines uh, for these monkeypox. And if you get a pimple, folks, don't panic. It's probably not monkeypox. If you haven't been hanging out in, in, <laughs> in downtown San Francisco doing a hibbity-dibbity with Steve and Roy, you probably don't have monkeypox. It all co- you want to hear the theory? Let's go crazy. It all goes back to AIDS. This whole thing. This, it, this has been a 40-year agenda. This has been a freaking 40 Go back to the early 80s, man. The AIDS, AIDS epidemic comes along. AIDS, HIV, the whole thing. Which, again, I got something on my tongue. Which is not to be confused with what I do in San Francisco. But let me tell you. You go all the way back. See, like, I think they could have handled this AIDS thing from the very beginning. Right? But they let it get, we know from the evidence of things that Fauci did. I mean, Fauci completely mishandled the AIDS epidemic. Thank you for saying that because that was going to be my next, you know, input. Who was in charge of the AIDS? Right. It was Fauci. Fauci destroyed a generation in Africa. Destroyed a generation in Africa. Um, And you can hypothesize about things like the Dallas Buyers Club, which now, you know, the evidence says that the stuff he was doing there trying to sell black market medications was not effective. But we saw how the FDA shut it down nonetheless, because they they didn't want anything to potentially be effective, whether it was or it wasn't. They didn't want anything. So this thing, it carries on. They're consistently, I believe, experimenting on the marginalized groups of the world and then it's expanding the fear to everybody, okay? So if you start looking at the predominant demographic of people that AIDS and HIV affects, it was gay males. That's marginalized. That's a, that's a fringe group of people. That is not the dominant paradigm that people live by, by and large. That is a fringe group of people. Then you look at COVID. Let's fast forward all the way up to COVID. COVID targeted minorities, black and brown people, Hispanics and black community, uh, which again, minorities in America, at least. It targeted the obese, which is sort of kind of becoming the majority. Am I wrong? So, but it, but it started, it's these things, they target specific groups of people with certain uh, physical characteristics or comor- comorbidities and things like that. And then what do they do? Then what do they do? If, I'm going to take this thing. This is the fast track down the rabbit hole. 
Then what they do is they start normalizing these these either lifestyle choices or these comorbidities. So suddenly the gay lifestyle is completely normalized. There's no harm to it. There's no effects with it. It's completely normal, except it could kill you. Okay, let's let's just face it. A promiscuous gay lifestyle. It could kill you. All right, then comorbidities like being fat. They, why not? Let's just stick it on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Let's mm. just keep normalizing all this stuff, unhealthy practices and unhealthy things, because at the end of the day, we're just going to keep creating diseases to kill you. Thank ah, you for dude, saying see, that, because you, you see where I'm going with if, this. If we add one more layer, this is what happened at the WEF right here. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. They have a cheap. <laughs> you swallow the cheap. It's in a pill. They're giving you a capsule. They want to give you a capsule that you swallow. Got a microchip in it. All right? These people can F all the way off. I mean, all the way. And when they get there after effing off, they can F off some more. And they can keep effing off until they get all the way back here, and then they can F off again. Like, that's the way I feel about all of this nonsense. This is all about using your health and the economy Everything you do, everything that makes you you, the choices you make every day. You get up in the morning, you brush your teeth. Think about everything that goes into that, running water, the ability to have a toothbrush or toothpaste or something like that. You know, brush your tooth with a finger. Think about everything you do, they have control over. Going out, getting in your vehicle, it cranking up, there being fuel in the tank. Everything, they got control over. Everything. Now what they're going to do, they're going to make sure they control your health as well. Everything. So if they could shut down your power, shut down your electric car, they want to get it where they can shut down you. Oh, I know. I'm so full of hate here. No, they got to keep normalizing all this stuff so that so you'll have the sheep out there that'll keep defending all of this garbage. And then they just say, oh, yeah, see, there you go. Let's keep on with these lifestyles that are very, very dangerous. These ways of living that are very, very dangerous. Forget the science. Forget the biology. Forget the physiology, the anatomy. Forget all of that stuff. Forget the chemical makeups. It doesn't matter. Just listen to the government because whoever creates the disease creates the cure, right? If they're going to sell, if they're going to sell what's killing you, they're also going to sell the pill, folks. Uh, which brings me to my next point. Friends, if you're as worried about the future as I am, you should be, and I don't blame you. Uh, don't get caught unprepared for what's ahead. You can only blame yourself. That's why I want to urge you to go to my website, preparewithchad.com. I'll save you $150 on a three-month emergency food kit from my friends at My Patriot Supply. It's good food, not bunker food. It's delicious with a wide variety of meals, and it'll last you a solid three months per person. Plus, these meals provide more than 2,000 calories a day, so you're going to have the strength and energy to get through what's coming. And if it stays fresh for up to 25 years, you got nothing to worry about. And folks, it'll be there when you need it. Don't face the future without this food. Go to preparewithchad.com right now. Claim that $150 savings per kit. Your order is going to ship fast and free, and it's going to arrive in unmarked boxes for privacy. Go to preparewithchad.com. That's preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. 
Now, if you don't think they're trying to control you, oh, did, did you see the president? <laughs> the president in South Korea over the weekend. He had a few few different nuggets of things to say that we want to talk about today. But uh, play that clip about electric cars. But batteries, batteries that we made at this new facility in Georgia are going to power cars without one drop of gasoline and increase security of our battery supply chains as well. That's going to serve save families money at the pump because they can skip the pump altogether. Skip the pump altogether. That's right. But you relinquish control. I mean, we don't have to get it. We've already covered that ad nauseum about the problems with electric cars. We're just not at that point right now to be able to rely on that. But ultimately what this you will require you to do at this point is to give the government control. They're going to determine where. Look, if they can determine how much you're paying for fuel at the pump, they're going to determine where you can charge your car how often, when, how much you can do it. And again, it all goes back to fossil fuels. We know all that. But they're the ones who are in control. And it, they can push a button. They literally told Elon Musk back when Russia invaded Ukraine to turn off all the electric cars in Russia. If they've got the power to do that, then they can do it to you. It's all about control. Now they want you to swallow a chip? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if I would have said back and say, oh, hell, let's go back three years. If I'd have said back in 2019, the government or the World Economic Forum, they're going to ask for you to swallow a pill that has a microchip in it so that they can monitor you. What would you have said? Because I know what you would have said. Because let me tell you what you said back then. We were talking, exactly, the frogs are gay. That's what you would have said. Oh, you bunch of Alex Jones, tinfoil hat wearing. Remember back whenever, remember when we were talking about them tracking people and who was outside and we were showing drone footage and they were showing body heat of people sitting on a rooftop in a city and they were telling them to disperse because COVID was coming? And y'all were going, this is, they're not doing this kind of stuff. They're not really monitoring people. <laughs> I disgust myself for being this correct. It wears me out being right all the freaking time. I said it, I've said it for five years. They're going to continue to normalize this, this abhorrent sense of sexuality trending that's going to happen, whether it's going to be. And I said things like bestiality and pederasty and nambla and pedophilia and all of these various things, this, this trans movement. They were going to start normalizing all of this stuff. And people said, it'll never happen. Chad, the deputy secretary of nuclear research is a bestiology supporter. We had, we had pictures of his bestiality. And he's the, well, sorry, they, them is the <laughs> deputy secretary of nuclear research. He dresses up like a dog. Yes. He shits on the floor and gets spanked for it. Yep. That's his kink. Yep. I want off the planet. I want off. I want out of here. It keeps going. Keeps going. See, see, they're trying if they hammer you with this stuff enough and then and then what you don't understand is these folks who come on my social media 
and they try to attack me and they say, you just don't understand this issue. More than you will ever know, sister. Trust me, I understand this issue. You don't understand this issue. Yeah, I get that you had the 0.03% kid that had a real medical issue and some dysphoria going on in their mind, and you had to struggle through that with them, and my heart and prayer goes out to you. It does. That's not what we're talking about. We're not dealing with that issue. I understand there's even some hermaphrodites that are born out there. I, I get that there are some mutations in the human genome. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the agenda, whether it's swallowing a cheap, whether it's converting you to all electric cars and energy, whether it's making you shove a windmill up your ass in order to survive, whether it's forcing you to eat food out of a bucket in your closet because there is no more food on the shelves, whether it's your kids being hypersexualized by curriculum in math class. All part of the agenda, folks. You say you're overreaching. Well, apparently, I've been overreaching for a long time. And you know, the freaking weird thing about it the overreach is I've been right. I've been right. What do I know? I'm just the dude in the cowboy hat, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, speaking of being right, can we take them back on a little flashback about the baby formula? Play that clip. Evie is about to there turn one years old and is already walking a little. Her mother is also learning new steps. She's not excited about forging for baby formula. The Concord Target, where she normally shops, was out of her daughter's brand. And we checked Walmart, same thing, no inventory. They got samples from the pediatrician to feed Evie until more food could be shipped to their door. Hannah Nile still goes to the store. Every time I go in now, I get a little nervous. She said most parents use the same brand for the first year of a child's life. They don't eat if they don't have formula. And it's just going to get worse, I would say, in the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Yeah, that was 2021. That wasn't yesterday. That wasn't this weekend. That was from 2021. They were already predicting the shortage. They already knew it was coming. But see, that was an isolated little deal. And you say, oh, well, Chad, you're just picking on these little percentages that are out there. Oh, no, now it's everywhere. Remember, 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 remember. Today's spot is tomorrow's rot. Y'all get mad at me for showing you the spots. What'd you say, Chris? Let's do it. Devastated. I don't know what to do. I was crying right now in Target. Heartbreak and devastation is what these parents said they felt today as they stared at empty shelves, praying that they would find formula for their newborn son. Anna and Gio are parents to Silas, who was born at 23 weeks at two pounds. He just came home from the hospital. And since then, his mother says finding the right baby formula for a preemie has been next to impossible. When he got out of the hospital in April, there was already a shortage of supply at stores. It was super hard for us to find it. Anna says they are down to Silas's last scoops that will only last him until the morning. And then everybody says, oh, sure. I, li I Listen, <laughs> I want to know when that Build Back Better thing starts. I want to know because I want to get in on that bandwagon. It's got to skyrocket. 
It's got to skyrocket because they're really crashing the plane right now. Uh, but again, again, it's starting to reflect in the polls. It's starting to reflect with the voters. Play that clip there from CBS that Biden's just not doing enough. There's also such sharp criticism of the president reacting too slowly. What's the signal here for Democrats? Well, the biggest one, and you talked about it with Anthony and with Congressman Jeffries there, the fact that young voters, black voters, Latino voters now also are in agreement that the president isn't necessarily doing enough to take on the economic challenges and inflation. That's the secret sauce. If you can't convince young people, black people, Latino voters in this state, like Georgia and others across the country, you're going to see Democrats lose big statewide elections. Listen, he's not doing anything because he doesn't have a clue what to do. He's not doing anything because he's not the guy in charge. He's not the one. When the guy's wanting to form a treaty with the World Health Organization and, and, and bow down to the World Economic Federation, uh, World Economic Forum, when, when you, and, and you name, whether it's the UN, the WEF, the WHO, whatever alphabet organization that's out there, all the way down to the ideologies, whether it's BLM and LGBTQ+. I, these alphabets are killing us out here. Joe Biden doesn't know his ABCs, much less which one he's supposed to bow down to. So he's got the puppet masters who are telling him. And he's never built a business. He's never managed. Joe Biden's never balanced his own checkbook. Never. He's never earned his own money. He's never built anything. He's never created something. He's not an entrepreneur. He's never bailed anything out. He's never, all he's ever done is cast a vote. That's it. Whoever the puppet masters told him to vote for or whatever issue he was told to pull the string for, that's what he did. He's never made up his mind on his own. He's always been a puppet. This man is 79. Is he 80 yet? 79 years old. He's never held a job except that we know of. He was a lifeguard for a minute where he was borderline low-key pedophile with the kids in the pool. <laughs> well... He got in a truck and he drove it for a couple of miles. But do we know he got paid for that? I don't know that there is evidence of that. There's more evidence that Barack Obama was born in Kenya than Joe Biden ever held a job. Okay, we're going to have to go to break. Ah, there it is. Before they crush you, folks, the Fed is realizing the dire straits our economy is in thanks to our loose monetary policy. Uh, you can't just spend trillions every year with no repercussions. Now to play catch up, the Fed has been raising rates and plans to seven times this year. Uh, you're, already, you're starting to see the ripple effects in the housing market as people's buying power diminishes. I want you to consider what could happen at the stock market to the stock market if the economy totally stalls out. We're in basically a bear market right now it is a losing streak for two weeks don't wait till that happens take some of your profits from the stock market right now solidify them with gold from birch gold throughout history gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world text chad i spell it chad to nine eight nine eight nine eight for a free zero obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax sheltered retirement account that's chad to 989898 and secure the gains you've made while you can. Join the thousands of happy Birch Gold customers with countless five star reviews, A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I trust the professionals at Birch Gold. Text Chad 989898 and protect your future with gold, and we'll be right back.
Hey, you guys, uh, welcome back. Uh, let's get back into some more depressing things. I got news for you. You remember back a little over a year ago when we had that snow apocalypse here in Texas? I sure remember it. We even had merch that we sold for it. We still got, actually still have some available. Pretty soon, uh, it looks like we might be looking at the summertime version of that particular blight on the otherwise spotless record of American energy production efficiency. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Blackouts are coming. And why, you might ask, why, on top of every other aspect of our daily lives, rapidly circling the drain, are we facing the prospect of a summer bereft of consistent, constant air conditioning? I mean, isn't this the kind of shit that happens in third world countries, not here? I know for a fact it does. I've been there. You'd think so. And perhaps with rare exceptions until the Biden administration made it the rule, you'd most mostly be right. Yet here we are looking down the barrel at even more inflation, even more supply chain issues, even fewer fossil fuel plants producing power because of the whole supply chain thingy that I just mentioned. And a whole lot of people who are going to be uncomfortable as literal hell at best and probably die of heat stroke at worst. Uh, I mean, maybe if we get to the point of digging mass graves one of these days, some quick wit can grab some of those Joe Biden, I did that stickers off the gas pumps and bring them to the collective funeral. So forgive me, folks, if I seem a little pessimistic, a little morose, a little pissed off. There's just nothing more frustrating than someone pretending they have all the answers to fixing energy problems and then completely screwing the pooch in public while all the real answers are on full display in the background. It really pisses me off. Because bear in mind, the administration that's going to be in power this summer while people are suffering and even dying is the exact same administration that wants everyone to switch to electric cars so we don't have to pay so much for gas. And yeah, did I mention in my apocalyptic list of bullshit that we can pin like a tail on the ass in chief? Uh, gas prices? They're freaking insane right now. And look, it's not all incompetence at fault here. Texas, for example, is evidently where the devil chose to build his summer home because every year, for what feels like six months, if you even imagine an egg, it fries in your brain. Some places are really hot, and that's hard for an already strained electric griddle, that, that griddle that just shuts down. I started calling it the grid, the griddle, not the grid. I do, because that's what we're going to be cooking. Anyway, that grid's going to shut down. And when you think about it, we here in Texas are getting it from both sides, so to speak, because we got illegal streaming into the state from the south and asshole liberal streaming in from the coast. So screw the taking our jobs. All these people are taking our electricity. So how about some solutions, Chad? You going to gripe about it but not tell us how to fix it? Well, I tried. Where were you on election day? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you and the other states, too. Where was the fix for this guy? The short version of the answers are get Joe Biden and everybody who thinks like he did back when he could think out of office. Get people in there who know how to run a country, how to leave the free market alone. Let's get the United States back to energy independence. It isn't hard, folks. Turn the spigot. Let's get some things. I've talked about it. It's going to be a process, but we could do it. And while we're at it, why don't we see if we could do a little something nice for the environment as well? How's about we build more nuclear energy plants? It's going to cost money, but hell, let's do it right here in Texas. That ought to scare the liberals right back to California. I see it as a win-win. It really is a win-win. You know, the, 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 and the nuclear power plants, you know, they are. They, they're expensive. I get it. But once they're built, they're built. We just spent, we're spending, sending $60 billion to Ukraine when it's all said and done. You really think that money's going to help the people in Ukraine? Wait. The answer is no. You tell me that the most corrupted country in the world 
yeah. is I'm going to be effective. The, literally, with... the the washing machine where we have laundered all of the world's money. We're going to send them $60 billion. And Chad, I would like to close out this segment about energy. Because one of the questions is, Chad, what can we do? Here's some pro tips that I feel like you should read them out on how to save gas. Oh, yeah. You, this is what they tell you to do. Check your tires. Reduce your speed. Um, avoid a lot of starts and stops. And uh, get rid of the extra weight. And stop voting for Democrats. <laughs> That's the deal right there. We're living, we're living in the electric griddle, people. It's the electric griddle. The Texas electric griddle. Because you're going to be cooking. You really are. Oh, Chad, you're just so full of hate. I got something to say about that. Everybody keeps telling me, oh, you and your followers are so full of hate. You don't know what the word hate means. If you live in America, you do not know what that means. In fact, I know you don't know what it means. And it's, probably, it's not your fault, it's not, but it is your problem. See, hate is an emotion. It is, for the most part, not shown here in this country. But the socialists love to use it. You progressives love to use the word hate because it elicits that counter emotion that promotes that agenda, that cancel culture, which is, you know, the whole idea of dividing and conquering. Yeah, they're so full of hate. They're easy to cancel. But just remember, but just because you're on the dividing side that's canceling the other one right now, you're still on the list to be conquered by those who educated you and hate it. their only fake word to put out there and blast you with it. There's Nazi extremists, insurrectionists, all those different things. So listen to me, folks. Disagreement is not hate. Disbelief is not hate. Denial is not hate. Refusing to participate, assimilate, or even ignore that which attacks our core beliefs or the Constitution, that's not hate. Just be honest, folks. You say, you say it's hate, but what I say is you can't handle opposing views that stand on their own merit, and you'd rather just attack the speaker rather than debate the speech. That's a fact. So stop calling it hate. Listen, when you got... When you got people like Dave Chappelle gets on stage at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A. and a bisexual attacker, that's what we needed to know. We needed to know that his attacker was bisexual. There he is. That's with his arm straightened out this time. Probably has a new manicure. But we all needed to know that his bisexual attacker spoke out and said that comedian, the comedian's LGBTQ jokes, jokes, were triggering and Chappelle should be more sensitive. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what I find insensitive? Trying to stab someone when they're on stage telling jokes. That I find insensitive. And I don't care who you're screwing. I, I don't care what's going on in your Looney Tunes brain. That I find, what's more offensive, a joke or getting stabbed? I, <laughs> I, you're, you're too woke, Chris. Too woke. But, but see, again, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to cancel Dave Chappelle for his jokes? Okay, John Mulaney. He's all right. He's pretty funny. Been around for a while. He used to be a writer for Saturday Night Live. John Mulaney has now been called a transphobe. You know why? Was it because he, he drugged someone behind a vehicle? 
Was it because he ran through a crowd of LGBTQ protesters? Was it because he fought back against the school library from pushing out trans smut to our children? No, he let Dave Chappelle open the show for him. That's it. He just let Dave Chappelle open for him. A guy who makes $100 million every time he puts out a Netflix special. He let that guy open for him. And so, of course, now they're calling for John Mulaney to be canceled. He's been branded a transphobe, all because of the guy who opened. He didn't even tell the jokes. Mulaney didn't. He just had the guy who told the jokes open for him. Oh, pretty disappointed in John Mulaney. Saw him tonight. Yeah, he was funny, but he gave Dave Chappelle the platform to make some transphobic jokes. Also very disheartening to hear a crowd of 12,000 around you. A trans person laughing at transphobic jokes. Thanks, Columbus. Ah. But please, let's put the guy who stabbed Dave Chappelle or attempted to put him in the headlines and make sure he's identified properly. Jesus. We'll be right back. We're going to have a coming out party. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Chris, you can come out too. Well, listen, the trends are going in such a way that we're all going to be out before long. We're all going to be LGBTQ+, uh, trans, whatever. So let's just join the party. Apparently, it's so much fun being sexually confused and frustrated. Sounds like marriage. Um, there was a church in Florida that held an LGBTQ plus conference for children 12 to 18 because that's what they should be doing uh, in Naples, Florida, which, by the way, I will be there this week. Uh, two shows in Naples. Uh, that, maybe that's where we'll have our coming out party. We're, well, it may turn into that. I want to have a coming out party. Me and Chris will come out. Elijah Schaefer, he can come out. He kind of already, well, anyway, yeah, he'll be the, <laughs> he could be the MC. Uh, and we all know Alex Stein's weird. Ale- Alexandria. Yeah. I mean, he'll come out in a swimsuit. He'll come out after he comes out. So yeah, this church, this church did this whole thing in Naples. I'm going to Naples this week and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have a talk with these people and see what's the best way. Maybe this church can let me know the best way to, uh, educate myself. Um, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Golly, give me the monkeypox already. Give me the monkeypox. I don't know, man. It, this is insanity. I, it, but again, we're so filled with hate, Chris. Again, you do not know what that word means. You've never experienced true hate. Very, very, very few people. I mean, even the people who have... I'll go so far as to say this. this here's, here is a hot take that people are going to hate. Even, even the people throughout history who have experienced, quote-unquote, atrocities and hate, quote-unquote, hate, they, they still weren't experiencing hate. They, they were at the hands of somebody who was unmercilessly doing their job because they were commanded to do it. Hate is a strong word. I, I just don't encounter a lot. You don't encounter a lot of people who truly hate you. So be careful when you toss that word around. It's real strong, okay? But again, I understand you got to divide and conquer and cancel agenda. So you got to throw around the strongest words that you can. Huh. We got a TikTok? Boy, I'm so happy to say, let's see it. 
Hey Vesti, let me show you my dream car and why it's Hyundai's Ionic 5. With the click of a button, the Ionic 5 features projecting holographic display, along with a massive touchscreen display that controls seat warmers, color-changing interiors, and a moving cup holder, all while being electric. Eco-friendly, baby. Not to forget, Hyundai is an active supporter and advocate of the LGBTQ community. A car with the right attitude. I couldn't imagine this manicure behind anything else. I mean, what's more iconic than the Ionic 5? The hell? The, the car company with the right attitude? Yeah. Hyundai? Isn't Hyundai, is that Korean or Japanese? How, how are these Asian companies, how do they feel about the transgender community? I would like to know. Or is it just a marketing ploy for America? Right? Because I just got a feeling that the rest of the world, by and large, doesn't kowtow to your little uh, uh, glitter parade. All right? So I'm wondering about this whole thing. And Japanese. I'm a smart one. Um, I, would, I, I just got a feeling that the transgender movement in Korea, not so above ground. Just not so above ground. So Hyundai is maybe not that company with all the sensitivities that you think it is. But again, great marketing ploy to the woke Americans out there who think the other side hates them so much and feels so victimized and is creating their daily dose of oppression. Ah, uh, cute dress, though. And I got to admit, the manicure was on point. It was on point. Not so much. Still a dude. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> was there any hair? Alopecia. Alopecia. You know, we haven't had enough in the news cycle lately about alopecia, which proves to me that that was a slap that was wasted. Because that is disappointing to me. I thought alopecia would be cured by now, especially since Pfizer came out with the new vaccine. Son of a bitch. They're killing us all. <laughs> We're not done here because you know why? We're still alive. Hang tight. We'll be right back. I truly love how that TikTok summarized the entire episode between electric cars and the trans community. Um, but I'll show you how woke the LGBTQ plus whatever that community is. Like if you're gay, like if you're gay, you should be pissed off because you've, you've now been marginalized from the LGBTQ plus community. You, you've been you just draw a slash to the gay. They don't even let they don't even have gay men be the grand marshal at the pride parade anymore. They don't. You know why? Because that ain't enough. You got to be doing some freaky dicky. And gay man stuff ain't freaky dicky enough. That's the world we're living in. That's how far it's gone. That's where we're at. We got to get some freaky dicky stuff going on up here. <laughs> I want you to go to where podcasts are offered, specifically Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star rating because that's what we deserve. And then leave a review. Tell us what kind of freaky dicky stuff we need to be getting into. That's what I want to hear from you. That's right, folks. Thanks for listening. Go and tune in. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad to save on an annual subscription. And do not forget, please, God, keep the wheels turning of this hate machine at WatchChad.com. That's where all the fun filled hate stuff is. You can know where to go. Going to be in Naples, Florida. Going to be in Belton, Texas, Bernie, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, Shawnee, Oklahoma. And that just gets us up to June 17th. WatchChad.com has all the information and everything you need. 
Don't forget, folks, go to chatonblaze.com. Do a little shopping over there. Kamala sucks. We will be back with you tomorrow. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.